special treat for you tonight. Brother Mike uh, Comstock's going to preach tonight, and I'm looking forward to hearing him. And uh, Brother Aaron preached last Wednesday night, done a great job. Appreciate that very much. Today, uh, tomorrow is uh, the 4th of July, and I'm going to be preaching a few things today, maybe about that, if the Lord leads me. You see, I've got my tie on, amen. Uh, uh, Mm. There's a lot of people that gave their lives for this country. And some of them, I remember when I was a kid, Korean War was going on. And we had a boy in our neighborhood that was in that and never came home. Two of them, really. There was two different ones. And uh, I can't imagine how that their parents might have felt. And all the times they looked for them to come in the door, and they never did. Don't even know where they're at. They're over there somewhere in North Korea. Even right now, their bodies lay there. But thank God today that uh, we live in America. I'm telling you, uh, there's uh, folks that are trying to put down America, but I'm not one of them. I still I still uh, love to be an American. Amen. Amen. And... Uh, uh, I guess I don't have many here this morning that served in uh, the military service in some capacity, uh, but I want you to stand this morning. We want to honor you. Uh, everyone that's served some kind of branch uh, in the military service this morning. Let's give them a hand. Amen. 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 God bless you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it very much that you did. Uh, took time out of your life, as, as I also did back many, many years ago. Most before most of you are even born, amen. Uh, but uh, I'm going to be in Isaiah in chapter 61 this morning, book of Isaiah in chapter 61. I'm on, and uh, just a couple of scriptures there, maybe about three scriptures, and uh, try to get into the word of God uh, here today. If you don't mind, uh, would you stand and honor the word of God this morning? Isaiah 61 should not be hard to find. Everybody got it. The Spirit of the Lord, God, is upon me, because the Lord hath anointed me to preach the good tidings unto the meek. He hath uh, sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, and the day of vengeance of our God, to confront all, comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them uh, that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they uh, might be called trees of righteousness, that the planting of the Lord, uh, that he might uh, be glorified. Father, we come to you. We thank you. We appreciate all you've done and what you uh, mean to us in our life and how you've blessed us, Father, today. Lord, I pray that God, you'll help me this morning. Lord, I can't do this by myself. I need your help, Lord. And for all these years, God, you'd think that, uh, Lord, I wouldn't be a little bit nervous, but Lord, uh, you know how I am and I, I can't help it. So I'm depending upon you this morning, Lord. I know I don't have anything uh, but uh, apart from you. And so I pray, God, you might bless today, and God will give you the praise for it. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. 
I understand how uh, Brother James feels uh, up here. It's hot up here. I'm sure it's not down there, but it is up here. Uh, but anyway, uh, I, uh, he just uh, burns me up because he won't take his coat off. But uh, anyway, uh, you know, uh, uh, thank God for uh, what he's done for us. And I want to use this uh, here today, this scripture really, uh, for this time that we are living in now. Life, liberty, and in pursuit of happiness. And uh, I think that uh, a lot of folks have forgotten about that, how that God uh, has uh, used men uh, down through the centuries to uh, get us to uh, where we're at right now, uh, that we might uh, come in this building this morning and worship God without anybody interfering with us. Amen? And uh, that ought to be a great blessing to all of us today. The Declaration of Independence of the United States of America, it's a document proclaimed the independence of the 13 English colonies in America, was adopted by the Continental Congress on July the 4th, 1776. In it are these words, and I'm going to use these. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator uh, with certain unalienable rights, uh, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It's the truth that God wants all of us to have these three wonderful gifts. God wants us to have these gifts, folks. I'm here to tell you today. And and we don't serve a dead God. I remember back in the 60s, you know, uh, during the... Uh, uh, the uh, hippie generation and I uh, come up in that in uh, uh, my teenage years and so you know how old I am and uh, how that uh, they uh, it begin to turn uh, the tides on America and how that uh, we have gone away from the things of God and uh, in 1973 when God saved my soul that was the same year uh, that Roe versus Wade came in uh, to existence but thank God uh, today uh, that uh, uh, those men and women up there had enough guts to stand up and stamp that out. Amen. Amen. And in the state of Kentucky, uh, before uh, our little wimpy governor we got now, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that, but uh, uh, the last governor we had uh, had it put in the law, if it ever was struck down, uh, that it would be against the law in the state of Kentucky. Thank God, amen, uh, that it is. And uh, we appreciate that very much. But anyway, uh, another subject here. Uh, God wants you and I uh, to have life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's what he wants. Why in the world would all these uh, illegal aliens come into this country? Why are they coming in? Because they want what we got. Amen. And, and this bunch that's down on America and takes a knee at the flag, I'm telling you, it makes me mad. Amen. I don't like it one bit uh, that they're doing that. If they don't like this country, get out of it. Amen. Go to Russia if they want to and, and be uh, uh, in bondage uh, the rest of their life there. And, uh, and, uh, uh, that's, uh, and that's I'm praying for Ukraine uh, that they uh, too will uh, be able to defeat the foe uh, of that uh, uh, tyrant, uh, tyrant that uh, is over Russia today. And anyway, uh, I didn't mean to get political. I just wanted to kind of share those things with you today. And God offers us life today. 
You know, it's life. God is not dead, as I said back in the 60s when uh, they were saying God is dead. But I'm here to tell you, He's not dead because in 1973, as I said, He saved this old boy from his sins. Amen. And God is still alive today. And uh, I, I appreciate that. And He wants you and I uh, to have uh, that uh, everlasting life. He uh, uh, proclaims that to you and I. Uh, as I mentioned Sunday school, the only scripture I remember is, uh, from a boy is John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. I'm telling you folks, today, amen. I'm telling you right now, uh, folks, uh, uh, it's not piecemeal, part-time, or maybe so, or, or hope so. It's eternal life that Jesus has given us. Amen. Thank God for that. I like that scripture over there uh, in First uh, uh, John chapter 5 in uh, verse uh, uh, number 11. He says in the word of God uh, there very plainly, and this is a record that God hath given to us eternal life and this life is in his Son. He that hath life or hath the Son hath life and he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God. That that you may know uh, that you have eternal life and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. I'm glad I know this morning, amen. I'm glad I've got something uh, that nobody can take away from me. Yeah. There in, the, in the, uh, the Gospel of John, uh, John talks about it. I want to read that one to you as well uh, this morning if I can. In John chapter 10, in verse number 27, the Bible says there in the Word of God, He says in verse 27, listen to this one now. My sheep, that means you and I that are saved. My sheep, He says, hear my voice and I know them, and they follow me, and I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Listen to this verse. And my Father which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. Amen. I'm telling you, I don't care who it is. The devil can't do it. Nobody else can. Can't nobody come to you today and, and, and grab your spirit and your soul and take it out of you and hold their own hand because the Bible says my God is greater than any thing in this world. He's our creator. He's the one that breathed the breath of life into us my friend today. You're alive today because of God's grace. Amen. And His mercy. God should have killed every one of us many years ago. But thank God for His grace and His mercy and His truth today. So we, we have life in the Lord Jesus Jesus Christ. He offers us abundant life. And there in chapter 10 of John, he says, uh, the thief cometh not uh, but to steal and to kill and destroy. But he said, I'm come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Now, folks, that don't, does not necessarily mean uh, that you're going to, uh, because you're saved by the grace of God, that you're going to be wealthy as far as material possessions. That's not what that means. That means that God uh, in you, that lives in you when you uh, uh, get saved by the grace of God, He seals you until the day of redemption. 
You have the Holy Spirit of God inside you. And folks, He'll help you through this life every way in the world. And that's what He means by more abundantly. The more, the closer you get to God, the better uh, things that uh, you are. You see things different. You look at things different now. Uh, when God saved this old boy, I, I, I don't look in the same way I used to. Before I was saved, I was angry. I was mad. Uh, I just uh, stayed that away for many years. Cussed and fought and lived like the devil and drank like a fish and, and all that kind of stuff trying to fill this old void in my life. But one day, uh, Jesus touched my heart and saved my soul. And I look at things different now uh, than I used to. I don't look at it on the negative side anymore. I'm not a pessimist anymore. Uh, one night somebody told me, I heard this story about a pessimist and uh, he just uh, uh, didn't like nothing and everything was wrong and, and just, you know, uh, uh, he was just one of those types that you just didn't want to be around. Had a big handlebar mustache and one of his grandchildren, he was sitting by the fire and uh, 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 he was asleep and one of his grandchildren took some Limburger cheese and spread it up on his lips, on, on his mustache and he woke up and he smelt that stench and uh, he went all the way around the house trying to find what it was and he went outside and he said, the whole world stinks. And that's about the way the pessimist is, isn't it? The whole world stinks. And it doesn't. Amen. So it's abundant in grace and abundant pardon. He abundantly uh, pardons you and I from our sins. Amen. And then uh, it's abundant peace and abundant joy, abundant satisfaction, abundant power, uh, eventually an abundant entrance into the glory of God. Oh, folks, what a joy that's going to be. He gives you enough grace to get by Paul said, "My uh, that uh, Paul, uh, uh, God told Paul. He said, my grace is sufficient for you. You may have some thorns in your side. You may have some ups and downs in your life. You may have some very hurtful things happen to you in your life. But I'm here to tell you today that God's grace is sufficient and abundant to help you through it in your life today. Amen." Amen. Glory to God. And then not only does God offer us life, He offers us liberty. Amen. Gives us liberty. I'm telling you there uh, in uh, 2 Corinthians in chapter 3, I believe it is uh, in the Word of God, He tells us there uh, in verse 6 of chapter 3, He says, Who also has made us able ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. And then down in verse 17, he said, now, uh, now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Somebody said in the old, uh, back in uh, many, many years ago, give me liberty or give me death. I'm telling you folks today that we have liberty in Jesus not to live like the devil. That's not what he's saying there. He's telling you and I that he give us liberty uh, to live for Jesus Amen. in our life. Live for him. What a joy uh, that is that we can do that. And, and uh, we are, are all captives, uh, servants of sin, before Christ sets us free. I like that scripture over in John in chapter 8, uh, there in the Word of God in uh, verse 34. Uh, he says there, chapter 8, verse 34. I'll find it here in a minute. I'll get it. Hold on. 
I got it. Verse 30, uh, verse uh, uh, 8, verse 34, he says, Jesus unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committeth sin is a servant of sin. And the servant that abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth ever. Look at verse 36. If the Son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Oh, folks, I was guilty before God. I mean, sick inside. I was undone before God. But when Jesus came in and saved my soul, he buried my sins in the sea of forgetfulness. And to remember them no more. Folks, I'm telling you, the devil might make you try to remember them, but God does not remember them. I remember uh, when I first got saved, I, uh, every Sunday morning, Sunday night, I I'd go to the altar and, and think about some sin, uh, Justin, that I'd committed. And, and I'm just upset about it. And I'd pray over that. And I'd go back to my seat. And I kept doing that for several weeks. And, and finally, one Sunday night, I was on the altar thinking about some old sin I'd committed. And it seemed like the Holy Spirit of God just put his arms around me and said, David, I don't remember that sin anymore. Amen. Glory to God. I ain't guilty no more because Jesus took away that guilt, amen. amen. And only he can do that. Listen, we go around today, most of us do look like we got a dollar and 37 cents worth of change in our bottom lip that's hanging down. This just look like you've been baptized uh, uh, on a, or, or, or raised on a dill pickle. Amen. Well, this sour and down and, and just uh, discourage and, and run down all this whole world treats me awful. So what? Listen, I'm telling you, if you're saved by the grace of God, don't you worry about those things. Listen, you got Jesus in your heart. You ought to be a happy person. Amen. You ought to love Jesus and let him take over in your life because he can do that today. He make a new man out of you. He make a new person out of you. He can change everything you got in your life today. He make you like things that you didn't like before, amen. <laughs> Excuse me for getting excited, amen. <laughs> Y'all killing me. <laughs> and then uh, also, not only that, but thank God we, uh, we trust Christ as our personal Savior and Lord and we can say Christ has made us free. He's made us free. Amen. I'm a free man today, amen. And I'm not talking about free from my obligations this life. I'm not talking about, you know, different things. But I'm talking about having a free inner spirit in our life today that gives me joy in my heart, that I can shout what I want to shout, that I can praise God when I want to praise God, that I can holler amen when I want to holler amen. If I want to holler hallelujah, I can. Uh, folks, today, uh, we have gotten so scared uh, to stand up and let the Spirit of God work in our life. We're afraid somebody's going to make fun. I don't care if they make fun of me. I don't care about that stuff. If God gets hold of my heart, I've got to say something, Amen. Can't hold it back. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Glory to God this morning. Listen. Listen. Not only we're free today, but we're free from sin. The penalty of sin. We're free from Satan. He no longer has us bound down that we can't uh, uh, go forward today. Listen. He'd like to cow us down. He'd like to knock us down. But if you got Jesus in your heart, listen, the Bible says we have an advocate with the Father. Jesus Christ is righteous. And he's, uh, uh, the, that means he walks along beside of me everywhere I go. 
every step I take. It don't make no difference where I'm at. He's right there with me and he helps me every step of the way. Amen. And thank God this morning uh, that he's there and the devil can't keep me down. Can't do it. He don't have that power. We give him too much power. Amen. We sure do. He don't have that kind of power. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Listen, we're free from that and we're free from self. I'm telling you, a lot of folks need to get free from the self today. We think too much of ourselves. Amen. You know, listen, God wants you and I to have an humble spirit. And that don't mean to be cowed down. That don't mean uh, uh, Moses was the meekest of man, but he wasn't no coward. Amen. You ain't got to be a coward to be a Christian. Uh, you need to stand up for the Lord. Don't be timid and ashamed uh, to be a Christian. I, uh, I've actually seen this. I've, I've seen people uh, in a restaurant, you know, and get ready for prayer time. They'll kind of oh, do like this and, and say a little quiet little prayer, you know, uh, just like they ashamed to say anything. When, when Alice and I go out to eat, I'll usually stand up, amen. I'll usually, we did, the other, uh, the other night we went uh, to uh, Sirloin Stockade, one of the best restaurants in this part of the country, amen. Amen. I love to eat there. And uh, we had all of our kids there and, and all but one. And, and uh, somebody said, uh, Papa, it's time to pray. I said, all right. I don't know when I've been that hungry. I don't know the last time I've been that hungry, amen. Maybe this morning. But uh, anyway, <laughs> I stood up. And I said, let's pray together. I took my cap off and we prayed and there's folks all around there and they kind of quietened down a little bit. I'm not ashamed to pray in public, amen. I'm not ashamed to hold up the name of Jesus. And we should not be either and be timid and cowardly about it. So listen then, only that, and only life and liberty, but he offers us happiness. Oh, I see so many folks are not happy today. Too many people are not happy today. Uh, they're in the, uh, uh, if you would, I'm not going to read them, but uh, sometimes if you have time, read the uh, Beatitudes in, uh, in uh, Matthew chapter 5. Uh, there, I'm going to tell you something. I would never forget I had a young boy in our church that surrendered to preach, and, and uh, uh, he got up to preach one Sunday night, and always made me nervous because I didn't know what they were going to say, uh, but I thought usually on Sunday night the, the, uh, the elite are there, okay? The elite are there, and they pretty well can handle about anything. So I usually let them preach on Sunday night, and I let this young man preach for me on one Sunday night. He said, now turn me with me to Matthew chapter 5, and we're going to preach about the beautitudes. <laughs> for heaven's sake. I thought, oh, my goodness, we're in for it tonight. Amen. <laughs> the beautitudes. I wish he'd asked me to help him pronounce that. <laughs> Anyway, uh, it's talking about happiness, isn't it? And how you can be happy. And how you're blessed to the Lord. That word blessed there means happiness. And we are made that away uh, tonight. And, and so we have uh, that. And when you search for Him and find Him, you will be happy. So I want to read that one too. In uh, Acts chapter 17, I believe it is, Acts 17, 27. There in the Word of God, uh, He talks about that. In verse 27, yeah. Uh, that they should seek the Lord, if happily they might feel after Him and find Him, though He be not far from every one of us. He's not far from you. He's not out there. Uh, Sometimes I, I, I do. I, I, I forgot to mention. I'm, uh, I have a little clips on in my phone. I just found it the other day. 
and uh, uh, news clips. And it's got a lot of, of uh, old car finds in it. And I, I love that. I'm, you know, just kind of an old car fanatic, I guess you'd say. Uh, don't own one, but uh, I always like to have one. I used to have them. Wow, they'd be worth something now, wouldn't they? They sure would. Anyway, uh, I was uh, looking at that, and uh, uh, I forgot, and I went over. And boy, it cost me $20. And I said, I ain't never, Alice said, you better not ever do that again. Yeah, of course, she's the boss, amen. Yeah, you might, guys, don't you lie. You know what I'm talking about. I'm not by myself. Anyway, he offers us happiness. And, and uh, in uh, Proverbs chapter 16, in the Word of God, uh, there the Bible tells us uh, that, uh, that, uh, that we can be happy in the Lord. In Proverbs 16, verse uh, number uh, blah, 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 uh, verse 20, 1620, he says, uh, He that uh, handleth a matter wisely shall find good. And whoso trusteth in the Lord, happy is he. Amen. You want to be happy? Trust in the Lord. Amen. Yeah, that's what you got to do. I heard a preacher say this one time. He said, I put my son up on a fence post, my little son, real young. I put him up on a fence post. And I said, son, uh, and I stood him up. And I stayed pretty close to him. He said, he said now, son, I want you to jump off into dad's arms. Uh -uh. I ain't going to do that. He said, son, do you trust me? Do you know I love you? Yeah. Jump off of my arms. And finally he convinced him to jump off in his arms. He trusted his daddy. That's what God wants you and I to do. Jump off the fence post in the arms of God. Amen. That's what he wants us to do. Amen. Jump off in his arms and trust him. Trust him, folks. I'm telling you, there's a lot of folks in this world you can't trust. But I'm telling you right now, you can trust Jesus. Amen. You can trust him with everything you got. You trust him with your heart. You trust him with your soul. You trust him with your mind. You trust him with your strength. Everything you got in you, you trust Jesus. And you're going to be a happy person when you do that. Amen. Amen. A happy person when you do that. Listen, trust and obey. For there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Trust and obey. Listen, we know that God has blessed this nation more than it deserves. I'm telling you right now, He's blessed us more than we deserve. And the only hope for America is Jesus Christ. There is no other hope. You can spend all the uh, uh, programs, money on programs you want to spend, and they do. You can put in new housing for people uh, to live in, and, and it still ain't enough. You can uh, uh, give them uh, all kinds of welfare and, and, and different things in their life, but if they're not saved, it won't last long. It will not last long. But if you give them Jesus, things will change in their life. I've seen it happen, and you have to today. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. As, as I say, the only hope for America is Jesus Christ. Amen. And there's enough people that say they're saved by the grace of God that we can get on our knees and God can change our life and make a church. Folks, years ago, uh, you know, uh, I, I never will forget it. And it's not nothing I did on my own, but uh, in the little town that I was pastoring, uh, in the grocery store, uh, the grocery owner put in uh, a big rack of sex books, big old rack of pornography books. And you walked in the door, there they were staring right at you. And I come in there one day, and, and I seen a little boy. I didn't know he was there. I saw a little boy 
uh, go, thumbing through those magazines. A young, young boy. And I looked up and I saw what it was. I went to him and I said, you need to get those books out of this building. Get them out of here. I ain't getting them out of there. You can't tell me what to do. I'll do what I want to. I said, okay, buddy. So I went and I told our church about it, what was going on. You know what happened? Our church quit going and buying stuff from him. <laughs> Amen. I went about a week or about two weeks later, I was at the bank and he was coming out of the bank with his bank book. And he said, I'll tell you right now, doing that like that on my truck. You're not, you're not the reason why I took them books out. I took them out because people quit buying stuff from me. Amen. He took them out. Amen. He sure did. You know what? If we do a lot of those things today, there might be some changes made. Amen. Amen. There might be some changes made. Our church don't have the power it used to have because we are too much like the world. The world is too churchy and the church is too worldly. Amen. 